Welcome to the Vocal Majority Valentine's Podcast, Part 2. I'm Nick Alexander, and our guest today, once again, is Frank Eastman, longtime member of the chorus. Frank, you joined back in August of 77. Right. And we've been having such fun listening to some of the old songs, not just VM, but even uh, some other artists as well, and had such a good time doing it, we thought, well, we'll just keep doing it. So this will be Part 2 of our Valentine's Podcast. And uh, what do you got first up? Well, first up is a song that uh, I think Jim Clancy arranged this specifically with Judy in mind. That would be his wife. Right. It was uh, on our 1996 uh, The Music Never Ends CD, Mm -hmm. and the song is titled If I Give My Heart to You.
What a beautiful ballad and beautiful arrangement from Jim Clancy. Now, on this version of our Valentine podcast, part two, rather than just vocal majority songs, we're going to include some other songs of different types, groups, and so forth, and got something that is a beautiful arrangement and a beautiful song next. Tell us about it, Frank. Well, Lil and I had our 20th anniversary coming up on July the 11th, 2001. This time I had the idea for the song. Jim Clancy was busy at the end of 2000 arranging and teaching the chorus some new songs for our Christmas shows that year and for a new album. So I asked my buddy Pete Rupay if he would be interested in arranging a song for me. He did, and he and I loved the song. I took it to Jim to see if he would be interested in using it as part of our swan song set at International that year. The VM guys just love to sing pretty love songs. Well, the timing wasn't right on my part, and the chorus never got the song because we were in the middle of learning and recording our patriotic album, so That's that right. wouldn't fit yeah. in. Uh-huh. So I made a deal with Greg Clancy and Jeff Oxley. If they would record it for me, I would produce the 2001 Christmas shows. <laughs> and, of course, they said? Well, they agreed to do it, but it didn't happen in time for our 20th anniversary, so I had to hold it until our 21st. Well, fortunately, you and Lil are still going. So. That's right. <laughs> well, Greg and Jeff went into the studio where they sing jingles to record it. Greg sang the tenor and the baritone parts. Jeff sang the lead and the bass parts. That's a shame it, they don't have any talent, those two guys. <laughs> it, it was great fun to watch these two guys work. Paul West did the final mix, and Nick... You did the CD master for me. It's funny. I mean, you mentioned that here a minute ago, and I, would, I don't remember doing that. So, Well, I played it on Fridays with Frank, my radio show for Lil, on our 21st anniversary. So here's the song. I first heard it by a singer and uh, game, TV game show host, John Davidson. You remember him? Yeah, he was on, what was it, Hollywood Squares mm-hmm. and other shows like that. Then Barbara Streisand had a beautiful version of it. Of course. It was written by Marilyn and Alan Bergman with music by Michelle Legrand for the 1969 film, The Happy Ending. The song is, What Are You Doing the Rest of Your Life? A beautiful song from a movie nobody remembers. That's true. It didn't fare too well, but the song was wonderful. What are you doing the rest of your life? North and south and east and west of your life. I have only one request of your life. Let me be the one to hear the 
and incredible last chord. It's uh, a, a song that was written by Marilyn and Alan Bergman. They are a husband and wife writing team, and they've had a lot of hits through the years. In fact, Barbara Streisand has done a lot of their songs. Yes. And they team up frequently with Michelle Legrand, who's written many songs like The Summer of 42, the theme from that, and, and mm-hmm. a lot of other ones that they've done. So moving on, what do we got next? Well, through the years with the chorus, guys have introduced their buddies to new groups that they have discovered in one way or another. Mm-hmm. They'd record a song onto a cassette or a CD, bring it to rehearsal and say, hey, come out to my car and listen to this. Right. Well, that's how I got hooked on the Nylons, a contemporary acapella group from Toronto. The four singers would do covers of rock songs with a percussion track backing them up. This song was a number one hit for the Turtles back in February of 1967. The nylon sing happy together. Imagine me and you, I do. I think about you day and night. It's only right to think about the girl you love and hold her tight. So happy together. If I should call you up, invest a dime, and you say you belong to me, and ease my mind, imagine how the world could be, so very fine, so happy together.
that song brings back memories for me, not only from the nylon, but of course the original version with the Turtles, being an old radio disc jockey. I played that on the radio a lot of times. Oh, I bet. Well, that was the title song of their 1987 album. Yeah, the Nylons, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Back around that time, the Nylons came to Dallas on tour, and a group of us from the chorus went to see them at the old Arcadia Theater on Greenville Avenue. I remember that. It was a great concert. Sadly, the theater burned to the ground back in 2006. Yes, it did. Well, another group that was a favorite among the guys was a group of four jingle singers from Chicago who got together to do their own recordings. The Singers Unlimited recorded 15 albums uh, throughout the 70s, but as far as I know, they never performed it live. No, that is correct, because the stuff that they did was so complex, there's no way that they could. Uh, they recorded a lot of their albums in Germany, and then later, some of the later ones they did over here in the U.S., and they even did some with a big band, uh, a big band boss, who was it, Rob McConnell, I think, and his right. big band, and right. also with Oscar Peterson, the great jazz pianist. Well, Oscar was the one who initially uh, found out about them. That's right. He, he discovered them. So, Well, Bonnie Herman was the only female singer in the group. You may recognize her voice as the old State Farm commercial. Nick? Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I can't do it justice compared to <laughs> Bonnie Herman. Now, the, uh, well, the uh, bass singer in the group was a guy named Lynn Dressler. He was the voice of the Jolly Green Giant. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> That's right. Well, here's Gene Perling, the founder and their arranger. He was the baritone of the group with Don Shelton, the tenor, mm -hmm. and Bonnie and Lynn to sing My Romance. My Romance. Doesn't have to have a moon in the sky My romance Doesn't need a blue lagoon standing by No month of May No twinkling star Romance 
And the Singers Unlimited really set the bar in terms of what could be done with multi-tracking. Uh, most of their work they did was a cappella, and because they were professional jingle singers, they were completely comfortable in a studio and were able to go in and stack all of these other tracks and stuff and come up with this just wonderful, wonderful music. Well, Gene Perling was not only the leader and the arranger for the Singers Unlimited, but he was also the leader of a group before them, the Hilos, if That's you right. remember them. Back in the 50s and right. early 60s. And he did a special arrangement of Stardust specifically for the VM, and we included it on our 1990 album, I'll Be Seeing You. Mm-hmm. Challenging arrangement, too. Oh, yes, very much so. It was in eight parts in some places. Well, Bonnie Herman is one of my all-time favorite female voices. Mine, too. She and Don Shelton came to the University of North Texas in Denton recently to be featured in a jazz concert, and I was able to get both of their autographs for my collection. The interesting thing about Don Shelton, who was the tenor of the group, is not only is he a heck of a singer, and still is to this day, he is also a very talented musician, and he's a reed player. He plays flute and clarinet and all the various saxophones and so forth and has in fact been in the band that we use on our Christmas shows. And then above and beyond that, the keyboard that we use, which is Brian Piper on all of our shows, Mm -hmm. he and Don Shelton do some other gigs around town along with uh, Rosanna, used to be Calderon, now Eckert, who is the daughter of a couple of EM member and his wife. And they play at some of the local clubs and they are just phenomenal. Yes, if you know the name Rosemary Calderon, she is a supreme choreographer that's right many of our songs for us and many other courses throughout the united states sweet adeline and barbershop that's correct all right what do we got next well next up i went to our album titled the vocal majority with strings volume two as opposed to vocal majority with beyond the vocal majority with (laughs) strings from the first one (laughs) well the with strings albums were the brainchild of dallas legendary radio dj ron chapman who was a huge fan of the vocal majority He wanted to hear us with a full orchestra. So the first album contains some of the best love songs ever recorded. Mm -hmm. The second album uh, has hits that you might call oldies now from top singers and groups popular from the 50s to the 70s, and it was released in 2004. Now, the VM has done covers of hit songs from many singers and groups through the years, but I never thought we'd do a Joe Cocker song, okay? (laughs) Only Joe Cocker can do a Joe Cocker song. That's right. Well, it was written by Billy Preston, who played with many singers and groups like the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Phenomenal keyboard player and had some hits on his own, too. That's right. Well, this was a number five hit on the Hot 100 for Joe Cocker in 1974. The lyrics are really simple and repetitive, but Jim Clancy did a masterful job on the vocal arrangement for us. Here's the VM and You Are So Beautiful.
majority bass section if i say so myself (laughs) i know i love that song well for my final selection i chose another vm song with an orchestra backing us up that we sang for many years it is the opening song for our i'll be seeing you album the song was a number 11 hit on the hot 100 for the bachelors back in december of 1964 Mm -hmm. we always called it no arms but the full title is no arms could ever hold you like these arms of mine
that wraps up our Valentine podcast number two. We're so glad you could be here. And thank you, Frank Eastman, for joining us for these two podcasts. Well, thank you, Nick. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for helping me along. My pleasure to do that. I want to let you know that Vocal Majority CDs are available at vocalmajority.com. Also invite you to check out our Facebook page, which is Facebook slash Vocal Majority. And also check out our videos, which are on YouTube. And watch for more PCs coming up in the future wherever you get your podcasts. We thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.